Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, how to help a sister with severe depression. Dear Viv, this is going to be a bit messy as I'm not quite sure what the question is yet. My younger sister is going through a difficult time. About three weeks ago, she called me, told me she thinks she has depression and has been ringing me regularly since then, struggling with life. I went to visit her once and she has come to stay with me once. She says her depression has been there for years, but she's only just faced up to it and it's hitting her hard. She's generally very private, closed off and hard to get close to, so I feel relieved she's reaching out to me at this time. She told me by letter that she has episodes where she wanders out into the streets at night in hysteria, unable to sleep, wailing and sometimes without shoes, etc. She sometimes has to drink herself to sleep. She has night terrors. She also told me last week that she has been self-harming. I'm very concerned about her well-being. My further concern is her relationship. She's living with a boyfriend, paying his rent as he's unemployed. He says he's struggling to find work because he has severe OCD. The financial pressure of him not being in work is adding to her current state of despair. That was the real reason she opened up to me as she was in panic about money and about his health and about him not being able to work. She has seen a therapist three times. The therapist apparently has told her that our mum is a narcissist, that my sister was the scapegoat child while me and my other sister were the golden children. The therapist has suggested my sister might benefit from cutting off all contact from our mum. This seems like dodgy advice to me and too soon. My question is, what can I do? Now she's only reaching out to me, her boyfriend and the therapist, and I do not fully trust those two. But can I intervene? And how? I want to support her through this difficult journey and time as best I can, and I want to help her to grow, to be strong and independent. Thank you, Viv. I'm sure this is too long to read out. Any wisdom would be gratefully received, and writing this was useful. Yours, confused, worried, protective sister. 
Dear worried sister, whoa, 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 hold on right there. There is so much going on here and I want you to take a deep breath and stand right back from this situation. Sometimes in a family or with a close friend, we can be so close to the issues, the narrative and the history that we can't see what's actually going on. And I'm worried that you risk getting caught up in your sister's narrative here. I hope writing all that down was really helpful for you. And yes, I have edited this because it was very long and there was a lot more detail than I've been able to share here. But I think it was good to get it all down. And I hope that helped. The first thing I want to say is that I did hesitate to answer this letter at all because I feel this is a situation that requires professional help, as you yourself suggest. I know your sister's already seeing a therapist, but there's a question here of what kind of intervention is needed. And I'm not sure I'm personally qualified to answer that question. As you know, I don't have qualifications as a psychotherapist or medical qualifications. So I'm answering this in sympathy with you and in empathy, but recognise my limitations here. Now, thinking about my limitations in answering this has made me think a lot about your limitations in being able to help because there's no point in you responding to this situation as if you're a medical professional because you're not either. I think you need to really set some boundaries in your help in this relationship. You're not her therapist. You're not her doctor. You're her sister and she is an adult. I think one of the problems emerging here is that you are trying to play the role of sister, doctor, therapist, family counsellor and social services all at the same time. And you cannot possibly play all of these roles. You can possibly play one, which is to be the supportive sister. So I think that is the question to yourself. How can I be a supportive sister? Also, really important to underline this, we cannot actually influence or control the behaviour of others. We can only be a support to them and sometimes perhaps gently point out some of the contradictions in their thoughts or behaviours. And even then, we must accept that we cannot necessarily always help them. The desperation to help a loved one is completely understandable, especially when it seems as if someone else might be taking advantage of them, which you suggest here. I think pulling back a little from the situation rather than leaning in further might help. Making it clear to your sister what your personal boundaries are. I think... It wouldn't hurt to be clear about whether you think she should leave this man if you think this really is destructive for her. I know that could be a difficult thing to broach, but I feel as if she is in some sort of personal danger with the situation you described. So it's maybe worth having that conversation with her and also making it clear to her what her options are in terms of looking for help and other people that she can go to. I'm thinking her GP is somebody that she should be speaking to. Possibly she should be speaking to another counsellor asking for a second opinion, as I agree with you that some of the suggestions she's getting in therapy are perhaps not necessarily that helpful. However, I don't want you to get hung up on her therapy story here, which you did a lot in the letter, and I don't blame you. Uh, Hearing stories about other people's therapy and the role parents played or didn't play and whether this matters or not can be a huge red herring. 
in stories that are not our own personal story. I feel as if what's getting lost here is the physical danger your sister is in. You described this night walking and so on. This is what concerns me, not the narrative that she's uncovering in her therapy. I wonder if she's being open with her therapist about the physical danger that she's in. She's not physically safe at night. And this is something that you need to point out to her if she doesn't realize it. Can you or can someone else in the family offer her somewhere where she would be safe for a few nights or for a week? I think perhaps what your sister needs is to break this pattern that she's in at the moment. And this is where you could set a clear boundary. You could say, look, I'll always be here for you. I can't do everything for you. But let's go away together for three nights or come and stay with me for a week. Let's make that a clear boundary. This is the time you're going to have for yourself. Listen to her, support her, be there for her, but do not expect to fix her. That's a crazy thing to expect of yourself. Ultimately, you can't be there for her to help with every single decision. And even if she gets rid of this man who... I think is causing her some problems as you describe, then there could easily be someone else waiting out there for her. You can't influence that. You can't live other people's lives for them. So ultimately, my advice is to back off a little bit, disconnect yourself from this narrative and all the drama of it and focus on the practical stuff. Does your sister realise that she is physically unsafe at times and how can she get help with that? This is far more important than worrying about the past narrative between your mum and your sister, which is entirely subjective anyway. Don't get caught up in all these stories. Worry instead about the facts. And the fact is your sister is sometimes wandering the streets at night in a state of distress. And this is what she needs to address, not who was responsible for making her feel unhappy as a child. So be kind to yourself. Acknowledge how generous you're being with your help here, but disengage a little and realise the inevitable, which is that you cannot fix this for her. Be kind to yourself and be kind to her by telling her the truth about behaviour that she needs to change and by setting firm boundaries. This really isn't an easy one and I really advise you to get as much professional help involved as you possibly can. Good luck. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.